Hello, I'm Mercedes Stevenson, and this is the West Block Politics, Perspectives, and Players. Four-time Olympian Silken Lauman made a name for herself overcoming challenges to medal at the Games. Now she's setting her sights on a new platform, lifting others through shared stories. Five years ago, Lauman released a memoir, Unsinkable, telling her story about overcoming physical setbacks and depression. Now she's asking others to do the same on the Internet through a story-sharing platform. Joining me now is Silken Lauman. Thank you so much for joining us, Silken. Yeah. This is uh, very excited to do this interview. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I'm so excited about the launch of our new site, We Are Unsinkable. And it just feels like uh, it's, it's Christmas. <laughs> so t tell me a little bit about how you came up with this idea based on your own experiences. Because people watch you. I remember watching you compete, this incredible athlete. And you think, well, this person can't have any problems. They must be happy all the time. Uh, and you really came forward and were so brave about what you were facing. Yeah, I think it really came, Mercedes, from like the power of understanding um, the power of a story, right? And sharing my story for the first time and my friend looking at me and going, you know, that's not really normal, you know, what, what you're feeling, like you should get some help. And um, I have been in the privileged position to hear so many people's stories. So, you know, years ago when I had my accident 10 weeks before the Olympic Games, I heard everybody's physical story, right? What they overcame, they had polio as a kid, now they ran a, an Ironman. Um, and, and since writing my book, Unsinkable, and sharing publicly, growing up with a mom, with an undiagnosed mental illness. I never know what mom you were coming home to. Um, the trauma of that, uh, my own experiences with depression and anxiety, uh, I was really afraid to share that story, to be so open and vulnerable. But it ended up being one of the most liberating things that I've ever done. Uh, it's, it's almost like I could come into myself, my authentic self, and just be who I really was and just be free. And that really got me thinking about the power of storytelling. And um, 15 years ago, when I was struggling the most, um, there didn't seem to be many stories out there. There weren't many people that I could identify with. And by having like a huge cross-section of people on our site who have all sorts of challenges in their lives, from you know, um, being born HIV positive, um, to being hospitalized at eight with an eating disorder, to Margaret Trudeau, who talks about uh, uh, her, her challenges with bipolar disorder, um, that I was hoping that a reader, somebody interacting with the site, would see some part of themselves in one of these stories, because I think that's a lot of going out and um, figuring out how to be your best self and um, get help if you need help, is sort of seeing yourself in somebody else's story. Tell me about when you made the decision to find help, because that's part of what you're doing here is, is helping people hear those voices and see themselves in someone else. What was it like for you making that decision and how difficult was it to find the resources that you needed? It's when my kids were young and I was feeling rage. And I didn't know where the rage came from. I, I, I would just, at some, some points, just feel like I couldn't cope with being a mom and it was different than just being angry. It, it was deeper than that, and, and it didn't have a source. And that's kind of when I recognized, okay, like this, this isn't normal. And fortunately, when I reached my low point, which was literally I locked my kids in a hotel room so that I wouldn't hurt them. I was feeling so angry, for, and I called a friend. 
And I said, I need help. This, this is not normal. And she called a counselor for me who called me right there wow. on the spot. But not everybody has that story. It can be more difficult to access help. And I think that's one of the big things that have to change in the country. As long as we look at mental health as not as important as physical health, we're not going to have the kind of resources that we need. Um, sometimes it is counseling. Um, sometimes it's peer support. A lot of the time, you know, there's healing even in talking about it and recognizing. Like, I, I struggled with depression for over 20 years without realizing that's what it was. I just thought right. everybody felt this way. Think it's normal. Yeah. And, and when you shared that story, what have you heard from other people when when they've had the opportunity to see that someone who is a Canadian hero, who has all the success, has also struggled like they do? Well, definitely the greatest gift and what's made it all worthwhile in uh, writing my book, Unsinkable, is hearing from other people who say, I, re I read your book and I went and got help. I read your book. And I realized, like, I'm normal. I just need more support. Um, you know, and people recognizing themselves and, and, and going out and sharing their stories. I mean, when I started to set up the site, We Are Unsinkable, uh, I was asking people to share their stories for a site that didn't even exist yet. Like, li literally talk about trust. And I think that trust comes from the fact that I've shared so openly. And it's, it, 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 it's like, if, you, if you're sharing something with me, I'm going to share something with you. We've got over 50, 50 stories uh, on our initial site, and I just, I, I just feel so grateful to all of these individuals, police officers, paramedics, um, you know, doctors, lawyers, who have shared their story in, in such an open way, because you are vulnerable, right? Absolutely. When, I mean, I, I certainly remember feeling vulnerable when I first, first shared. I mean, now, you know, I've been doing it now for, for a few years now, and, I, and it doesn't, doesn't feel like every time it's so hard. Tell me about the moment where you got the idea for this website. Was it was it something that just popped into your head and and you knew this was something you had to do? No. <laughs> it <laughs> was so, unsure. No, no, it was it was a real genesis cuz like honestly I do. I have been hearing people's stories for what feels like a lifetime and so often I'd say to myself like this is so inspiring. I wish I could share it with somebody else. And so I think it's been it's been germinating for like decades. And then since writing the book, I knew there was something else after the book, but I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what it looked like. I knew it was an opening to something else. And I didn't want to um, become a spokesperson for mental health and it be that one dimensional. I wanted this to be about being our best selves, about the connection between physical health and mental health, and really also celebrating uh, the strength and the tenacity and the endurance of Canadians. Like, it's unbelievable what people go through and how they have the odds stacked against them right from the get-go. Um, Maria Estrada is one of our contributors and, you know, she tried to commit suicide for the first time she was 12 years old and her family didn't notice. She went to a health center at 12 years old and said, I need help, and navigated the Canadian health system by herself. These are the kind of stories that you, you see on the site and I know that even putting the site together, I've been inspired. And I'm also, I also feel like I've learned things. I didn't really understand bipolar disorder. And reading a couple stories, I was like, oh, I think, I think I get it a little bit more. I understand more why people don't necessarily stay on the medication because the mania feels so good, you know, and they don't want to have the flip side of that. So it's, it's an education piece, but it's also a celebration, I think, of the remarkable resilience resiliencies that we have and I guess that's why I called it unsinkable 
is that I just feel like no matter what life throws at us, no matter how hard life can be, and you know what, it doesn't matter whether you have a mental health issue or not, all of us struggle. We are unsinkable. Do you think that as a society now, things are changing, mm -hmm. but it still seems like there's a long way to go. Yeah. What are some of the things that people at home can do to try to help move this forward and think about it and make it so that people feel they can share their stories yeah. like those yeah. on your website? Yeah. I think moving beyond uh, how are you and answering fine. When you ask that question, you know, open up like how are you in yourself today? And then just waiting and if somebody starts to share, don't just cut them off and be like, oh yeah, yeah, but you know, let's get going. Like give them a moment to share their story um, or share how they're feeling in that moment. And, and, and when somebody in your family or in your, in your social circle shares that they're struggling, don't blow it off. You know, I, I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, that's just life. You know, take that, take that moment to, um, to listen. But also if they, if they say, I suffer from de depression, don't belittle it, believe mm -hmm. them. I mean, it's, it's amazing how many people think that, you know, well, we're just overblowing this issue. It's not, you know, the, the, there are so many young people, for instance, suffering from anxiety and depression. And when your kid tells you, you know, listen, look for resources. There's resources in your community. There's resources in your child's school. Um, look out for those resources and reach out. There's no shame. What I say is healthy people, healthy people go to counseling. People who want to be better, who want to resolve all those old things in their past, and we all have them, that are limiting them and holding them back so they can be better versions of themselves. So a lot is that, and then um, I think that there's real power in sharing a little bit of ourselves. So if we share with our kids a little bit of our own vulnerability, they're gonna be more likely to share. So you know, when you come home and you're like, everything's great, and never share anything that's upset you or that you're struggling with, you know, it's good. it doesn't open the door for your kids to do the same. That's great advice, and thank you so much for joining us with that. How can we find the website it's, if people want to look it up? Yeah, just weareunsinkable.com. Love it. Weareunsinkable.com. Yeah, and we're on all the social feeds, and yeah, it's great. Great. Well, I'm sure I will definitely check it out. I'm sure lots of people at home will, too. Thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your story and this amazing idea. Oh, thank you. That's our show for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Mercedes Stevenson for The West Block. For more, please go to our website, thewestblock.ca. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a great week.